I think you need to be a little louder. Said no one ever. Great. <laughs> Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. And each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. This week it was Sam. Sam Golf picks. Club Colon. Wasteland. There's no Colin. Are you sure? Yeah, it's just Golf Club Wasteland. But my favorite is the icon, Golf Club Waste. <laughs> it's funny because a Colin does have waste in it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. That's how this episode's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, I'm going to confirm. Golf Club. I think it's Wait, colon. Oh, it is, yeah. There is a colon, which makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's Golf Club Wasteland. It's Golf Club. Wastelands. None of it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose this game because it was, it had a promising aspect of a story alongside your favorite. A, a rich golf play experience. My favorite. Yeah. It sounds like it should be a slam dunk. Uh, should be a hole in one. Let's use a <laughs> golfing metaphor. An eagle, if you will. <laughs> but it is not. <laughs> How was your experience playing this game? If I could use a single word, it would be frustrating. Mm. I think there's a good game hiding in there, but oh boy, it's hard to get to. Uh, I don't know much about the background of this game. This feels like a kind of an indie underground kind of game. It's not super popular on the App Store. I think it's got like a few dozen reviews. I don't know if you know much about the kind of history or how this game became yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was very inspired by the people at Demagogue Studio wanting to tell a immersive story. Mm. Um, and it does seem like sort of a passion project for some of the people at the studio. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't really know that much about it as well. I haven't done my research. How, apparently. Did, you, how did you find out about it? So... I was looking for... Um, you were Googling golf games with story. Yeah. Oh, really? No. <laughs> uh, I think I happened upon it as one of the hot games. Hot games. In Touch Arcade, which is usually a really good source of... Hot games. Hot games. <laughs> hot games. <laughs> uh, like super hot. Um, but this time... Mm. But yeah, it's so... Looking into Demagogue Studios a little bit, it does seem like they don't normally make a lot of video games. They make, uh, they're like a, I guess a design studio that focuses on making films. Hmm. I think that comes across now that you mentioned that, like it is a very beautiful game. Yeah. And music, which also comes across in the game as well. So the game is essentially a, a golf game, uh, in the ruinous landscape of what is known as Earth, or dun, dun, previous dun. Earth, yeah. post-apocalyptic and, Earth, golfing in the post-apocalyptic world. And uh, as you play golf, there is a radio station that's playing in the background mm. that gives little new snippets, little stories of how life was previous to what "quote unquote" what happened, right? Dun, dun. And uh, as you're listening, you're playing golf, and initially it was very annoying. <laughs> and it was hard to get into as well. Like, the game does not make it easy for you to learn the basics, so it doesn't really go through a tutorial. It sort of just plops you in, which I normally like, but if mm. the mechanics are a little bit nuanced, it's, it's really frustrating to get into. 
it took me forever to find that that you had to hold down the finger. You have to hold down your finger to actually have him go into like the golfing mode. Yeah, let's talk about the controls. It was hmm, innovative, but not in a good way. I did not like the controls at all. You have two options. You can slide around your thumb to kind of take in the course and look at the atmosphere and the kind of ambiance. There's, and there's nothing on screen. Like, this is Sam's favorite. There are no D-pads, nothing at all. No indication of what to do. Uh, you can then tap on the tiniest of balls, which is probably maximum 10 pixels across. If you hold it, then you can then drag back which then changes the power and then up and down, obviously, to change the direction. And then you take the shot. Right. And that's pretty much all you can do. Right. But it's super hidden. What I also found out is that you actually don't have to tap on the ball itself. You can tap anywhere anywhere on the screen. Tap and hold, yes. Uh, And so normally this seems like a good thing, but there were so many instances where I'm dragging my thumb in order to get ready for the swing. Essentially, as you hold your thumb down and you drag your thumb away from the initial point of holding it down. The further you're away from that point, the stronger your swing is. But there are a lot of times where my thumb actually started a little bit close to off the screen. And as I dragged my thumb... Oh, you hit the edge of the screen. Uh, Boom, takes the shot. Yeah, it just takes the shot, which I thought was very, very annoying. (laughs) And there's nobody to cancel after you've started dragging... You, you can cancel. Oh, can you? Yeah, oh, but you delicately you be, put it back right in the center. Right. You have mm. to really gently and accurately put it back into the center so there's no arrow showing and then let go. Yeah. Which is a little bit frustrating. Yeah, so I was not overwhelmed by the controls. I think they could have added a little bit more focus onto it to either make it more precise or something that's a little bit more friendly to the user. I think there is a reason why there's those two-step uh, UIs for golf. You know, there's the aim, and then there's like the powerometer. Right. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that again. Yeah, I, I think they actually of... call that the three tap. Oh, golf meter. Gotcha. Three Triple taps. tap. Yeah, because you start, you press once to start it. You press again to set the power, and then you press the third time to set like the hit. Mm. Yeah. But I understand that they're. It's a very minimalist aesthetic they've gone for, so I can mm-hmm. understand that they probably don't want big swingometers flying around the screen and. Yeah. Power charts zooming up and down, but uh, as a as a user, I right. wasn't in love with the the UI they went with for actually controlling this thing. And like, this is all you can do. Um, the actual games of golf themselves are more like crazy golf because yeah. you're playing in the ruins, so you have to like shoot your ball through a ruined house and use the elevator to go down a floor, then hit it into a pipe. The thing goes through, right? Which sounds fun. But in reality, <laughs> there's something about it. I was trying to work out why I didn't find the actual golfing fun. Because I love golf. Yeah. Give me a golf game, I'm a happy man. But some, there's something about it that was immensely frustrating. Hmm. And I don't know if you had that feeling too. Initially, I did. Initially, I was like, what is this thing? <laughs> um, because one of the things that really set me off in the beginning is that unskippable intro. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy, I would die a happy man if I never see that intro ever again. Right. And if it's a good 30 seconds from starting the game. Yeah. To get through this. Yeah, 30 seconds. Which is unbearable in mobile gaming time. Exactly, because that's like half your commute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way to skip this. It's very long and drawn out. Initially, when you see it, it's kind of cool because oh, yeah. it does kind of tell a story. Very nicely designed. After the ecological catastrophe on Earth, the rich moved to Tesla City (laughs) on Mars. (laughs) 
They take the shuttle back to Earth to golf in its ruins. Golf Club Wasteland. Boom. But just imagine that. Uh, every single time. Longer. Yeah. Every single time you decide to play this game. And what's most frustrating is it's such an easy fix. You can just have one single button that says skip intro. Or... Don't show it. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, NSU's the defaults, scene, intro, true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That which I think that was one of the main problems for me to actually start playing the game because I'd be like, okay, sure, I'll play a quick game. Oh my god, I gotta look at this intro again. Right. I can't. I just can't. I just can't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> and I so, would just go play something else instead. I was in the first round, first time playing it. I managed to hit the ball once. <laughs> and then I couldn't figure out like the whole holding your thumb down, dragging. So I was like tapping all over the place and I was just you know, it wasn't letting me do the damn swing. And so I was like, okay, let me start this over. And then, you know, I started over and I was like, oh, what is this intro? Like, really? Are you serious? And then like, um, you know, it tells you the level of the game. For example, it'll say like, what's the half-life of uranium as the level? And then the button is in the center of the screen. Surely I can just tap anywhere to get this going because the placement of that button is really not that important. And you can tap anywhere and it won't work. It won't do anything. You have to tap oh. the center that button in order to go forward and i didn't realize how inaccessible a button that's placed exactly in the center of the screen is it looks nice especially with a with a big boy phone yeah that is tough to reach let's talk about the story man that's hidden yeah that was really hidden i didn't even know there was much of a story i actually counted the taps it takes you're dumped into a into a golf course yep. you need to tap the dot on the left exit the level two taps Yep. Wipe to a chapter three, and then tap on the book icon four, and then you get some semblance of a story. Yep. And this is but like it's, a cryptic story. Yeah, it's a cryptic story that's based on you making sure you do the round well. So there's two snippets of the story in each round or in each hole. It's really hidden. And then also, what's also very hidden is beyond that, you can actually see what level, like what what hole you're on yeah. Um, by pressing this really... So all the icons make no sense at all. <laughs> the icons are quite inscrutable. Yeah. yeah. If you press on what is normally the make my game full screen button... Mm, yeah, it see two shows, arrows pointing away from each other. It shows you what level you're on. So Edwin, yes. what level are you on? I am on level 14, elevator to nowhere. Oh, that was an annoying one. Mm, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really close to giving up on that. Uh, I think level 12 was also very irritating as well. That with the albino giraffe. Oh, yeah. That wasn't too bad. I mean, oh, there's one that maybe yeah, I forget. There's definitely one where I was pretty close to going. So there's also a way for you to see what the par is, which is also extra hidden. Oh, my God. They're so hidden. You probably like because you don't like to be concerned with such things as par. Right. But when it's important to what's the par to unlock the story. Yeah. It's just everything's so hidden. Everything. Like, I get so the hidden. minimalist thing totally. But if you're trying to make a story based golf game, like give me the story. Don't make me go hunting out the story. Yeah. I really want to like this game. In theory, this should be a good game. But I think the UI failures just make it really inaccessible. Yeah, it's I think frustrating. Yeah, I think if they made like small little fixes and updates, like one by one, they can get this to a point where like this game is really good, right? Just getting rid of that intro in the beginning, making <laughs> things like the menus a little bit more understandable and accessible, 
the whole draggy thing, those could be like really good fixes, right? So my issue with the draggy thing when you're, when you're actually doing the swing is that a lot of times you have to be pretty accurate with the shots in order to get it to where you want to go. Much like a real game of golf. And not only does the lie differ on how your strength actually matters, like in how much you putt, like the different ground material actually changes how far things go. Not only that, like the angle is very consistent and inconsistent at the same time, right? Even if it had some sort of angle meter. An angleometer. An angleometer. <laughs> yeah, like a protractor sort of thing. Yeah. And also just even coloring of the arrow as it, gets further out. So you can say, okay, I need to release my shot when it's blue as opposed to I release my shot when it's red, when it's at maximum. You know, those are like really small little touches that they can do. So you can build that accuracy in just a little bit more so you can actually plan your shots just a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I I did appreciate the fact that there was no swing meter mm, in anywhere on the okay. screen. It made me just kind of, that. that's the one thing that made me go, okay, I'm just going to keep playing this until I get the, the hole in. And I just took oh, there's it in. Oh, no, there's no par counter as right. well, stroke counter. Yeah. And I just took it in and I actually started listening to the radio. Mm. And it was, you know, they, add, they put a lot of effort into it and the music is actually decent um, and enjoyed it for, for the most part as I was playing my really long session this one night. Yeah. And then I played again and then the radio actually doesn't leave off where you've doesn't start oh, where you left off oh, it actually started continuous. yeah it starts from the beginning and i've heard oh. this guy complaining about his boss oh, like God. five times now ouch yeah yeah there is very nice attention to detail especially with the sound effects like the golf ball clanking onto the roof of a car is different to a golf ball clanking into the sand different right. to a interior of a, like a wooden floor of a house so there's a lot of nice little touches like that. Yeah. Uh, there's some funny exclamations from your astronaut golfer. Yeah. When, you need when to you're get really close to yeah. hitting the ball and you just, he's like, yeah. those are, they're really nice touches. I think it's very cinematic. Um, each hole feels very different. You have to do slightly different things each time. Uh, overall, like I think there is a good game hiding under here. Just, I wish I can get to it a lot quicker. Yeah. And let's push that story more front and center. Yeah. I would be super happy to just see, like, on a splash screen before each level, here's, here's the chapter, here's the pars you need to unlock the novel, and then once you complete the level, or complete the hole, then show me the, show me the text. Right. That seems so, like a nice linear thing. Like, I don't know, maybe they're trying to do, like, hey, this is a golf game, and if you want the story, you can go dig into it. They're a little bit too mysterious with it. Like, <laughs> right. the, the titles of the... The holes are just a little bit too abstract, and the little description that goes in is just a little bit too abstract. <laughs> I think I think they have an opportunity to still keep that mystery, to still keep that cinematic feel, um, and yet just engage the player a little bit more. Because initially, it took me a long time before I actually got into it, but when I got into it, I was a little bit hooked. Um, so there's a good game under, underlying here. I didn't actually ask you, what level did you get to? So there's a total of 30 rounds. Mm-hmm. I'm on 25. Oh, look at you go. Yeah. And how is the story unfolding for you? Like, are you more engaged? I just more like mysterious. I just like the vibe mm. of the the golf playing. Right. I think when you see the scenery around you, even if you're not really paying attention to it, it sort of adds to the environment. And I usually tu- I turned off my music as I was playing this because the radio part was actually interesting. And they played some like pretty good beats, right? 
they played like what was the quote-unquote hot like techno single <laughs> right and it was it was like a decent beat and then they played like this brazilian song uh with this woman sing- singing in portuguese and it was it was decent like i i enjoyed it um and it, and it sort of added the richness of like the the various people that they were interviewing it, it reminded me of when you're when you're playing grand theft auto you have nice. the radio on whenever you're in the car and yes. you have like all these fake interviews that sort of adds to this place that you're living in. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it, it gave me lots of uh, reminders of what that's like. Good world building. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of good things, let's get to the three by threes. Three by threes. Sometimes three. <laughs> Forgot the lyrics already. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Bam. What is your first good point? Beautiful artwork. I think yeah. there's lots of attention to details. Um, I think there is a negative aspect to that where things are simplified too much. Like the icons have no meaning. I wish there were labels on them. But overall, there's really good attention to the scenery and it made it just feel like a, a very high quality game. Yeah, there's a nice little film grain going on instead of to the textures of the background. Great use of color. There's like neon lights, which are just like a really pleasing pink mm-hmm. in the background. Absolutely, very, yeah. Very beautiful. Good aesthetics. Yep. Uh, the albino giraffe hanging out. Yeah. Why do you need a spacesuit, but the giraffe does not? Because it's an albino space giraffe. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I really like the idea. Combining a kind of post-apocalyptic wasteland with golf and probably an interesting story that's hidden in there somewhere. I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty cool idea. There's definitely lots of care that was put into the environment, as well as the sounds. Um, there's this really interesting level where you're underground Right, And then it starts off, there's absolutely no sound from the radio. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then as you hit the shot into like the next part of the golf course, you have to go, your your guy flies up out of the cave and then goes back in. And as you fly out of the cave, the radio sort of pops back in and like a staticky thing. Oh, that's nice. And then when you go back down, it shuts off again. I thought that was like such a nice little touch that um, they obviously put a lot of care and attention into it. Yeah, I quite like the idea of the, you know, getting a par, getting a certain par to unlock part of the story. Mm. I thought like, oh, that's a pretty nice idea. Yeah, I did like the fact that a lot of the stuff was sort of just put away, right? Like the stroke counter being not being there made me not care about that at all until I found out that there was actually a par. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, God, I need to get, <laughs> I need to get better. <laughs> but I didn't do any of the, the, the holes, which is a huge step for me, Edwin. Congratulations. <laughs> The holes were creative. Um, it felt like a good putt-putt game. Uh, or crazy golf, as you'd say. Crazy. Crazy so golf. crazy. Each thing didn't really feel repetitive. Uh, mm. There was a good mix of shooting things into a pipe versus timing things so you don't get hit by the doors. I half agree, but I also think the levels are too long. Having a par 11, for example, is... Like, that's not a fun game. There's a par 20. It's <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. It's just too long, especially after you've waited through 45 seconds of intro, of unskippable intro. Um, just to have a really long game. It doesn't... F- uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good name for a studio. Unskippable intro. <laughs> <laughs> unskippable <laughs> intro. Speaking of that, my first bad point. <laughs> that intro. Unskippable intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so frustrating. Because there's no point. It yeah. just seems like... I was, I was actually checking the App Store every day to see, is there an update? Because, mm-hmm. like, this is a bug. It's not a feature. I'm 99% sure that's not deliberate. But no updates? Pretty sure it's deliberate. <laughs> oh, 
if it, by any chance the developers of this game listens to this podcast, Mr. Demma and Mrs. Gog, please, for the love of God, make it stop. The love of Demagog. <laughs> the story is so hidden that I didn't even know it was there for the first few days, uh, which I think just ties into as the generally muddled UI and sort of a kind of from a user experience. I think I can understand, as I said. They want, hey, it's just a golf game, and if you want to delve deeper and find out the backstory, you can do that, but I would have liked to have seen the story pushed more forward and be like an obvious thing. In terms of like the general UX and UI issues, there was just something about it where it just took its time a little bit too much. Like the animations were really slow and drawn out. It wasn't snappy, so like you got to the next parts really easily. Like after you finish the level, like he slowly flies out away from the hole. And then it fades to blue, and then you see the title, and then you got to tap on that circular button that's in the center of the screen, and then it fades. There's just like, you know, it's very drawn out. Like, I get the fact that we want to make it a little bit cinematic, Mm. but I think there are ways to do that just to start it off and then have it be all about the gameplay afterwards. Yeah, it's a mobile mobile game. People have no patience for these things. But it's more UI beefs, really. Like, no idea what the par is for the course. Yeah. Again, that's probably a deliberate thing to be like, hey, just enjoy this game of, like, knocking a ball around. But once you realize the story's there, it's just so fiddly to go find out, oh, wait, how many strokes do I need to unlock this story? And then when you're playing, there's no stroke counter. So you have no idea, if you are trying to unlock the story, how close you are or not to actually doing it. And for me, my last bad point is just the inconsistent meter when golfing like i just want some semblance of angle versus power so i can repeat the shot if i have to repeat the shot like let me do it so i know that i'm making a different shot and not just like go off of memory they have a similar problem to to altoids altoids adventure altoids adventure or altoids odyssey whichever the second one was Altoids Odyssey. Aha. It is not immediately obvious what is foreground and what is background. Mm. Like what do you, what your golf ball will smash into versus to what it will sail happily by. Um, first time I found a car, I was quite surprised that my ball smacked into it when it kind of looked like it was in the background. Right. Which is funny because in one of the levels it actually says parallax, like a lot in, the, like <laughs> in big letters in the background. <laughs> As the levels just get very hard very quickly and they're so long that it, uh, I got bored. For me, the fun of a golf game is that, boom, I've done a level. On to the next one. Like right. that feeling of progression. Whereas if you have a 11 par or heaven for fender, 20 par course, it just becomes tedious. And I don't understand the creative decision behind that for choosing to do such a long ass hole. Right. Elevator to nowhere is actually a par 20. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one you're on now. Uh, but that said, I think I was frustrated because I think there's a good game there. Not yeah. because this is awful like right Cristiano's kick and run like this is a good game and there's care put into it and it has some and it looks beautiful and there's a really interesting idea let me play yeah just let me play the game let me, yeah. <laughs> what is your seven day rating my seven day rating is a four. Oh, mine too very good yeah and most of those were waiting for the intro to finish <laughs> i put this game down after the first day because yeah. i was like i can't i can't do that intro that meter's all messed up. I couldn't even figure out how to golf. And then I sent you that text saying, <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> but then I gave it another try after a couple of days. And then... After your rage had subsided. Yeah. And I really got into it. And I played most of the levels that one night. Um, and it was good. 
it is tough for me to recommend this game in its current form. It doesn't feel like a complete game. Yeah, it feels like a really good, promising like alpha test that they're going to sh- show to customers. Right. And then polish it up and make it more fun. Yeah. I think maybe they concentrated so much on making it cinematic and beautiful that they perhaps forgot about the fun. I do still think it's worth the dollar ninety nine that I spent on it. Agreed. Yeah. I, I totally enjoyed the experiences that I've enjoyed in the game, which yeah. was there because there were no ads. Because there were... Yeah. If this thing had ads, oh my God. On top of the slow animation... <laughs> Infuriating. Yeah. I would have <laughs> thrown my phone <laughs> into the wasteland. We need to pick a game for the next seven days. Yes. Have you selected a game? We have a suggestion from our esteemed colleague, Daniela Wenger. Mm. And she has said, Drolf. Mm which I had actually already downloaded and started playing. Drolf is a fun name to say. Drolf, I'm afraid, Sam, it is your worst nightmare. Uh-oh. It is two weeks of golf games back to back. We'll see how this does. This is way more arcadey. Okay. Combining drawing, mm. your favorite pastime, with golf. Not your favorite pastime. Oh, it is not like conventional golf. This, is all, this already seems promising. Well, we'll come back in seven days and see how you really feel. <laughs> Would you permit me to read a description of said game? Yes, please. A unique golf puzzle game with a simple premise. Get the ball in the hole. That's it. (laughs) No, there's more. Uh, (laughs) There's not always a clear path through, so you'll have to get creative, draw your own walls, and figure out how to get the ball into that elusive hole. 81 levels, 9 unique level themes, AR kit supported, and your favorite Apple Pencil support. Mm. Bust out that iPad Pro. Set 81 levels. I kind of like that. Yep. So you got your work cut out for you. Mm. Is there a story? Yes. An ancient <laughs> pencil came down from the land and cast his magic spell. Its ink would turn into walls. Yes. Great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I'm already <laughs> in love with the name. Drolf. Drolf. It's fun to say. Drolf. Uh, and yeah, even, even though you say it's another golf game, it doesn't really appear to be a golf game, more like pinball-ish. Oh, that's a good point. We'll see. When is a golf game a pinball game? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> Before we go, things of the week. My thing of the week, I started watching the second season of Glow. Oh. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix. Ah, a Netflix original. I did watch the first episode of the first season, and it didn't quite take for me. It's a slow burn. Mm. Yeah. It takes, I, I would say, maybe like second or third episode, you start to get into like why you should watch the show. Right. right. Um, but yeah, I think even, even for the first season, it was a, a bit of a slow burn. And for the second season too, it does seem like it's a bit of a slow burn as well. But I just enjoy the characters. Yeah, those, uh, I thought it was a solid cast. I, yeah, we just didn't. Maybe I should revisit this mm. in light of in light of your thing mm. of the week. What is your thing of the week, Edwin? Bacon in the microwave. Bacon in a microwave, which is not a '90s post-punk band. <laughs> I see. Is that a new Netflix original? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe this is com- common knowledge, but I had the revelation of making bacon in the microwave the other week. Why haven't I been doing this all my life? First of all. Costco sells pre-cooked bacon, which is great. What a country I live in. And all it takes is 30 seconds inside a microwave and it's nice and crunchy. Reheated 
pre-cooked bacon. Right. Mm. So you don't get the the grease smell all over. You don't have the 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 oil pan. Yeah, I've been frying bacon all this time. That you need to get rid of. It's last thirty six years. Every once in a while, you still want a good piece of fat back bacon, which you Old essentially back. have to fry up, and it's fantastic. But those are very few occasions. But if you just want some bacon in your mouth every morning, and who doesn't? This is the way to do it. <laughs> so my technique: microwave proof plate. Two layers of kitchen paper. Lay out your bacon strips, not touching each other. Single layer of kitchen paper on top. Microwave three minutes. Obviously, adjust to your own power of microwave. (laughs) Have you tried the bacon tray? I have not tried the bacon tray. So, Amazon Original. Amazon Amazon sells a bacon tray, which sort of keeps the grease away as well. It drips the grease, so you don't have to have that kitchen... Mm. thing at the bottom okay the kitchen paper the kitchen paper in the bottom and i don't think it requires a kitchen paper on the top as well mm. Mm. but it does require more washing up but more eco-friendly so more eco-friendly. Gonna, yeah. yeah checks the balances check it out swings and roundabouts it could be your second purchase from amazon as opposed to that toothpaste squeezer oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was that did not work out well we have an update from fan of the show the Chad, who has mentioned, we've mentioned if there was a Pogs game previously. Right. In our previous episodes. Yes. So there is a mobile Pogs game called Pogs Battle that was out a year or two ago, but mm. it is now only available in Canada, which is confusing. Oh, Ooh, I'm going to Canada later this mm. year. Maybe you can check it out and let me know. <laughs> yes. We have a man on the field. <laughs> oh, I'm reporting in Canada. <laughs> I'm playing Pogs from the battlefield. But also... Pogs was originally originated from Hawaii. Oh, that's yeah. a very good fact of the day. Yeah. Go, Chad. Thank you. Yeah. Because I think we did mention that there is a Kickstarter to try and make a new uh, Pogs mobile game. Is it an MMO Pogs? Mamapagods? I think so. <laughs> it's not an MMO RPG. It's an MMO POG. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and that, folks, is our show. Tweet us more game suggestions at 7 Days to Play. And follow us on Instagram just for kicks. At 7 Days to Play. (laughs) And find us on Spotify, which might be updated by the time you hear this. 7 Days to Play. And don't email us. 7 Days to Play.